0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you want to call it. I'm here once again with the great Zach Gray. How are you doing, man?
1: This time when you're hearing this, you're on the beach, and it sounds like a great day to do a podcast if I'm on the beach.
0: It really does. I'll have already beaten Dwayne Wade in one-on-one.
1: <laughs> we're in the, It's kind of like we're in the future right now.
0: It really is. Like I'm going to go back and listen to this and be like It was weird. This is this is kind of weird cuz like saying like on last week's pod, even though like last week's pod was recorded 4 hours ago.
1: <laughs> Literally <laughs> 10 minutes ago our top 10 list was, was made.
0: Really? <laughs> exactly. Like it's just it's weird.
1: We're put I I just want <laughs> so you to know we're putting in work right now. To everyone listening, we're putting in work we today are. on Thursday, June 4th, we are putting in work
0: absolute work like i'm out here deflecting my mom telling me to clean because i because i I gotta go and do a podcast i'm not packed yet i am invested in this to the bitter end i'm not
1: gonna have a voice by the end of this like we're 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 putting we're putting our 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 whole mind and body into this so just for you guys really because we didn't have to do this well, the greatest podcast on earth deserves a couple days off, but <laughs> but we gave you we're giving you content for this next week. I'm going to miss Jonathan Smith and not talking yes, to him we next are. week, but it's going to be it's going to be nice to to just sit back and have content pulled out for you um, that you already recorded. So that's going to be cool.
0: Definitely. So because we are recording this when we're recording it. We don't know what the news is gonna be. You know, <laughs> We're not when, when this that far drops. in the future.
1: We don't know how to do that yet. We're not,
0: yeah. So We will one day though. We are so there was <laughs> a, we, one day. Promo code it, tank, it will happen one OT day.
1: Take for ten percent off your time traveler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the plan for today's pod is the pod that y'all heard last week, there was something that I wanted to run by Zach J just to kind of scare him a bit. And then we're going to kind of share some stories, some of our favorite stories, kind of from our time playing baseball, just kind of throughout our lives. Quick little
1: podcast for you guys, just something to get out there.
0: Yeah. This one probably won't won't be very long. I'm thinking like 30 minutes. But then again, we may start, we we, we may just spiral down this deep hole where we just keep telling story after story after story. I could see that. So anyway, so here's what, here's what I wanted to run by you last week. So, you know who got hurt about a year ago today that plays basketball in the NBA? John Wall. No, his name is uh, Kevin Durant. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know, last time I heard, you know, it takes, you know, somewhere between nine and 12 months to recover from, you know, tearing your Achilles. And we got two months until, all right. Yeah, two months, basically, until the NBA is back. So, watch out for the Nets. Maybe
1: no, I don't think he's playing. I think he's even came came out and said he's not playing. But I like where your head's at. That would be crazy. That would shake some stuff I just, up. Over know, originally,
0: there at the East. yeah, like originally, you know, he was like, "I'm not going to play," you know, next year. But like circumstances have clearly changed. Like he's had an extra two months. Like if he's if he's cleared to play now, which I'm not sure if he is or not, he can go in work out for these next two months, play in the eight warm-up games, and be a real asset for them. Plus Kyrie.
1: Yeah, but part of me thinks that this is even more of a reason for him to rest um, with the revamp and, and everything. I think while it's intriguing and I would love to see it, I think in in his mind and, and the people involved with him in mind, this is even more of a reason to probably just take a step back and not rush anything. Because, um, I mean, even if he's there... It's going to get, it's going to be hard to develop that chemistry and uh, there's, I don't know. I, I like where your head's at. I just, I, I want it to happen really bad now that you say it, but I just can't, I can't see a scenario where he comes back, but you are always on this stuff, man. You always have the takes when it comes to this stuff. I love it.
0: I want him so badly to come back and play. If he comes back, if he comes back and plays, I will be pulling for the Nets to come out of the East instead of the Celtics. If he comes back to play, I'll do I the ACC see update every week. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm here for that. I am here for that. So, if he comes back and plays, I will be pulling for them 100% and I'll be pulling for the Lakers to come out of the West cuz I want to see Kevin Durant and LeBron James, I want to see Kyrie versus LeBron, and I, it's the storyline would just be fantastic if that happened.
1: Yeah, that that would be perfect for any any podcast, especially ours.
0: Definitely. So yeah, that that was sadly what I missed out on talking to you about last week, unfortunately. But look, you got to withhold some good content from the people to keep them coming back.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, we're just full of good content, so anything anything we say is gold.
0: Exactly. Like this is like this is something that I was left on the back burner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean this is our throwaway takes and we're talking about something wild here, so I mean I mean think about it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that was what I missed running by you last week. So now let's get into story time. <laughs> so give me So okay, I know personally like one of my favorite stories to tell, especially younger guys that don't really understand the jump between high school baseball and even like division 2 baseball is my first like welcome to college baseball moment. So give me yours where you were like, okay, this isn't high school baseball anymore. Like you know what I mean? So kind of give me your first experience like that for both for both your jump from high school to college and your jump from college to to indie ball.
1: Um yeah, so the one from high school to college is hard for me. Um my my high school program is ran by an ex uh, pro baseball player, a uh, couple actually. So our practices and and everything we did was pretty pretty strenuous and structured. Um, and I I didn't go to a to a four year program out of high school. I went to junior college, and I went to a place that was I was pretty comfortable with going. My two brothers had had played and, and went there, and so the jump from high school to college for me. Uh, it was a little. It was a little different, um, but for the most part, um, to be honest with you, I had more resources in high school than I did in my first two years of college at junior college, and that's no knock to to my junior college. It's just most how most junior colleges operate. Um, obviously, my player development and my coaches and everything like that was was a little bit uh, different and better, um, but you know, I didn't really have that that, that moment where I I, tra- I transitioned from high school to college. Um, I don't want to sound arrogant when I say this, but it kind of was like a seamless transition in terms of performance. Um, so yeah, I don't have that. Um, do you have one? I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry that I don't have that one. That's just do. my perspective. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. That's yeah, That's just you're my good. perspective on it. It was just my high school, my high school trained me so well and, and, and conditioned me so well uh, to make that next jump. And that's part of the reason why uh, they do what they do. That's part of their selling point. That's part of the reason why people want to come to Baden High School and play Baden baseball is because it prepares you um, for that jump. Um, uh, there's so many guys that that come back to Baden and, and they're like, "Man, you guys, you guys had it all figured out for me. Like I, I felt like I didn't even make a transition. So uh, really, it's a testament to my high school and the way that they develop and coach over there. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. So I know, like, in terms of, like, practices, kind of the same boat. You know, the coach that I played for at Jacksonville, Coach B. Sh- shout-out to Coach B. I love I love Coach B. He's one of the best coaches I've ever had. It's really hard to kind of compare him to Coach Hooten. I think they're very similar, you know, in the way that they, they really care for their players. So sh- shout-out to Coach Hooten and Coach B. But, yeah, practices, the way that they're structured, you know, s- very similarly, very organized. But, man... So, for those of y'all who don't know, I I walked on at at Henderson State. And so, as I walk on, you know, especially at the start of the fall, I wasn't getting a lot of at-bats, you know, especially being like a smaller guy who didn't have a lot of pop. So, it's my first at-bat. It's family day, right? So, every – like, almost everybody's family's there. They're watching. And I'm, like, supposed to, like, sub in and get one at-bat in, like, the ninth inning, right? So, my – my time comes, right? And I'm walking up to the plate, and out on the mound stands Chris Pretty, who had a very good senior year, by the way. And He he was a senior my freshman year. And so I'd step into the box and have an absolutely great at-bat, right? So I'm, like, fouling off pitches. You know, he's he had a pretty solid slider. So like, I'd foul that off, right? Like, it's like an eight or nine pitch at-bat. The count is full, right? So I'm proud of myself already, like. And I am sitting dead red fastball. And it, the score is like 8-6, to six, bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded. And so I'm like dead red. No way he throws me anything here but a fastball. And then he threw me a slider that I swung and missed that terribly. And I was like, well, this isn't high school baseball because high schooler 100% would have thrown me a fastball there. Yep. So that's that was my like, wow, okay, these guys are a little bit different, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think I think I can talk more about a transition from junior college to to a Division 1 program uh where I went my junior junior year. Um I remember I was sitting there um and they had they email you like programs and stuff to do over summer but and stuff like that. And I was playing summer ball that year. And the conditioning test was like 2000 yards like sprints under a certain amount of time. And I was like huh
0: oh my god yeah
1: and so i was in the group chat with those guys during the summer talking to them and they were like it sucks like they were not sugarcoating at all they were like if you don't make it like you're not going to be able to practice like they're not going to give you any gear or anything like that and i was like what like because because i wasn't i mean at junior college it wasn't like that like you didn't have enough gear to go around anyway like it wasn't like that um so i get there well Actually, let's backpedal. So in the summer, I'm like, Dad, I have to, I have to pass this. Like, there's no way around. Like, I have to pass this. I was like, Can you come out to the field with me to the football field and, and time these and, and see? And so the first time I go out, man, I start. I from I start pushing it. Like the first like three, I'm like, Oh, this is easy. Like I, I got this in the bag. <laughs> I'm supposed to do twenty of these things. I get to like six and I'm throwing up like legitimately throwing up and my dad looks over to me and he says, he says, he says, you're in trouble. Like with like a dead serious look, he's like, you're in trouble. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, yeah, I I know. So we left and I couldn't walk that day. Like afterwards I was just gassed. Like everything, I was just tired and and we kept doing it. We kept doing it. And and I, towards the end of the, the summer when I was supposed to head out, um, I still hadn't gotten up to 20. Um, So I was scared. I was very scared. Um, So I get there, and there's a couple days before practice starts. We have our meetings and and stuff like that. And and you know that feeling you get in your stomach when you're about to do something really hard, especially running, where it's like a nervousness, but you're anxious. It's just not a good feeling.
0: Kind of like the feeling before you have to run the ready mile? Yeah,
1: yeah. The ready mile is pretty easy, but... That's neither here nor there. Um, I guess it's not easy. I guess I just skipped a bunch of class and I had to do it a bunch. So I got used to it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but so I get there and we have to wear like these blank clothes and we start and, and, for some reason, I guess, adrenaline competition, whatever entered me and dude, I killed it. Like I crushed it. Like didn't even come close to losing a lap or doing anything like that. And we actually had to even, we had to do even more because there were some people that weren't finishing. So we had, we ended up doing like 26 of these things and all 26 I made, I was with flying colors. And like, I look back on it and and people know my dad passed away uh, last summer. And man, that's one of those things where in the moment you're like, man, he's just, he's just there helping me. But like, I don't know without my dad there, I don't know if I, if I am able to to pull that out of me and do that without him coming, um, every night or every couple nights and, and practicing and training with me to get that done. So, and that, that I say all that because that's a transition that I didn't see coming. I didn't see the, the physical requirements, um, needed to play at a high level. Um, not only with the conditioning test, but the way we trained in the weight room and and stuff like that—it was that was probably the biggest transition for me. Um, I mean, the play on the field was obviously faster and stuff, but yeah, the biggest jump that I've seen that I saw in college was from junior college to to Division One. My junior year.
0: What about college ball to indie ball?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> that's a that's a big one. So from Henderson State. Um, I mean, I had a good year, I'd say, um, my senior year and I went to California and like to get, to get signed to wherever. And I got signed there and I get to, I get to, to Michigan where I play and, you know, everything's good. Spring training's good. I, I have to fight my way onto the team and, and that's kind of how it's, that's kind of how I'm built. Right. It's kind of how we're both built. Like when there's a, a an athletic yeah, obstacle, obstacle yeah. I mean, it, you just find a way to get it done. So I made the team. I remember the first game. We're in the, we're in the clubhouse, and our skipper comes in and posts a lineup. And I'm 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 in the lineup. I'm in the opening day lineup, batting seventh, playing first. And I'm like, hell yeah! Like, we're this is about to be a breeze. This is about like, you had a good spring. Like things are going good. Like let's get it going. And so I get there, and my whole family's at the game. My whole family from Michigan. My whole family from from Ohio's there. And what do I do my first game, Jonathan Smith? I go 0 for five with three Ks, and I was like, "Uh oh, tough." I was like, "Uh oh, here we go. (laughs) Like, this isn't going to be as easy as I thought." And obviously, I didn't think it was easy, but I didn't. I don't. I don't remember the last time I've struck out three times in a game like that. Um, I went 0 for five really, and I I know that's bad because that kind of sounds arrogant, but it's just what I'm. It's just the truth for me. Sorry.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I know what you mean. Yeah, you're good.
1: Um. So yeah. So at that point, I was like, man, this is a lot different. Like, just seeing, uh, seeing better arms and better pitching. Um. And, and really, those first two two months of of my professional career up there were really, um. You know, I I could I was able to get in a rhythm and kind of kind of always stay one step ahead in college. You know, and kind of had the upper hand most of the time. And when I was there, I felt like I stepped behind and that's not a feeling I was used to feeling. So I really had to scratch and claw and work. And then all that work and and came to fruition and made the all-star team and, and was in the race for defensive player of the year and and ended up having a pretty good season. But, um, that transition was wild, but at the same time, it, it was one of those things where it's like, um, what doesn't kill you make you makes you stronger. Um, and they had a bunch of, uh, they had a bunch of, uh, roster changes and stuff. Um, throughout the season, and and there were times where it, it looked pretty bleak for me, like I was going to be the odd man out. Um, uh, but luckily, my manager stayed with me, and and got I got to see the fruits of my labor, as you would say. So, um, I get to come back this yeah, year whenever good. whenever we play, and um, yeah. So that that's I think that's a cool story for me. I don't know how you thought about it, but yeah that that really sums it up for me. I thought me. it
0: was good. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah. I know for me, I'm trying to figure out how to word this.
1: Did that sound arrogant? I'll
0: just be straight. No, you're fine. Like you know, especially for me, like someone you know who knows that you're a good player, and t- talking to guys who have played with you, you know, and just and just knowing your personality and how you are. Like, no, you're fine. I didn't think it was arrogant. You know, for me though, like being a guy who played above his talent level, I think is a good way to kind of describe me. You know. Low exit velocity, not fast, don't have a good arm, not big, <laughs> you know, so on and so forth. But being a guy, you know, who was formidable at the plate I think would be a good way to put me, to kind of describe me. You know, a guy who's going to, you know, make, make a pitcher work, right? I'm going to take my walks, not going to swing at anything outside of the strike zone. And then, you know, maybe, you know, if you throw any fastball inside, I can turn on it and hit a double. So it's just... I like hearing, you know, kind of your stories and kind of how the adjustments that you had to make because, you know, you're just more talented than I am. So, yeah, like, I don't think that, you know, anything you said was really arrogant or anything like that. So give me your 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 favorite baseball mo- moment that you've ever had. Like first home run, first whatever, or just anything in general, really. Just kind of give me that, that story.
1: Okay, so um, there's a couple in the race. I have to tell one story, but I'll tell this one first. Um, we're playing a summer game. It's some random summer game in 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 high school, I think my seventeen year old year. Yeah, probably my seventeen year old year. And you know how when you play summer ball, you, you kinda play like especially when you're not playing in the tournaments, but like in the weekend games, like where you just have a single game, you pretty much play local teams like during the weekday and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you kind of play like around the same team. So we played, we played this team. um, They're called the Midwest Outlaws. I ain't afraid to say their names. Um, And, and um, (laughs) man, we just had like a a rivalry because they were kind of like the flashy show off. Like we're better than you. We have so much, we have cooler stuff than you. We, we don't, we have all this money. Like it, it wasn't really like that. I'm, I'm sure. But when you're 17, that's kind of how you – you kind of have like a, a, a small mind about yeah. stuff like that. So that's that was what we thought about them. I know exactly what
0: you mean. We yeah. didn't
1: like them, and I don't think they liked us either because they would, they would chirp at us and we would chirp at them. And we would play them all the time, and, and I don't know what it was about playing them, but we – like it, it brought the best out of both teams. Like we had great games with each other like at, at all times. Like whenever we played them, like it, we didn't care if it was some random Tuesday night in the middle of July, like – we were coming out ready to play. Like it was a big deal to us to, to beat them. And we didn't have a tournament this one weekend, so we played we played a couple games that, that weekend just with local teams, lo, local good teams around the area of Cincinnati. And, and we were playing them, of course. And uh, we, we had the, the 17-year-old team Cincinnati team, which I played on, and then the the younger team Cincinnati played the game after us. So they were all there. They're all my friends too. So the first first inning comes up, and I'm the three hole hitter. First two guys get on, and they're throwing a lefty. And for some reason, I did not like this lefty. Like he was like my least favorite person on their team. Probably just because he was a pitcher, (laughs) and I just did. And so I get up my first at bat, and I hit a three run home run. I do. I hit a three run home run, and I feel really good about it. I bet, yeah. And so we're up three nothing. All of a sudden, no one can get out. No one can get out. It's one of those first innings where everyone is on base. Like the they, the bleeding won't stop, and they're just they're just letting this guy ride it out. Like they're not warming anybody up. They're not doing anything, and we're all over him, dude. And I get back up in the same inning, the first inning, top of the first, three run homer already. I come up with the bases loaded. I hit another bomb. <laughs> Yes, I went two for two with yes. seven RBIs and two home runs in the same inning, and um, obviously awesome. that obviously that felt good. But like doing it off them in that situation and really putting the nail in the coffin it makes it so much. Sweeter. It was sweet. It was amazing.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so that's the only time I've ever hit two oh, home runs dope. in the same inning, and that that's probably my favorite moment. Uh, Set, probably one of my top moments of of playing baseball um that I have that one that one is one I'll tell my kids
0: that's dope I like that that's good okay my uh, I can't top that I really should have gone first <laughs> so I guess for me like in terms of like playing my favorite moment would have to be one that I had this previous year right so I'm playing our our player development team at henderson We're playing Hot Springs National Park, a small little JUCO team out of Hot Springs. And, you know, I was hot to start the season, you know, and so I'm on third base in one of these games, and I stole home. Just point blank, I stole home. And if you know me, and you know my 60 time, it just doesn't make sense (laughs) at all for me to be like, yeah, I stole home. And... Dude, like that is talk about a moment I'm going to tell my kids. I have the video. I'm never going to get rid of it. It is something I will always have. And so we're we're playing this pitcher, right? And you know, the previous year, look, I'll just be honest. Hot Springs National Park wasn't exactly good, but they had one arm who was pretty solid. He was like you know 85, 86 with like a slider. You know, so he was definitely you know their best arm. And they bring him in, you know, and I'm on third and. Whoever is hitting behind me hits, like, a weak grounder, right? And so the pitcher runs over, covers first. And so he's walking back to the mound, like, backwards, not paying me any attention whatsoever. And I'm, I'm listening to, to Al in my ear. Shout out to, to Alan Hall. And he's like, creep, creep, creep. You know, so I'm creeping down the line, you know. And he takes the glove, or he takes the ball in his right hand, puts it in his glove, and takes his glove off. <laughs> and man, I see this and he's not paying me attention not paying me any mind, man. And then I, I took off and slid in head first and stole home.
1: You love that.
0: Dude, like, you know me and like you know that like I have average speed at best. And yeah, so like that is and my older brother being you know, my older brother was fast, you know, stole bases, ran like a six six sixty, so he he could really move. And you know, me being like a six nine at best guy, you know, stealing home and you know knowing my older brother never did, that's something that I I like to kinda throw his way from time to time.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean he never did it and you did it, so I mean based off that, who's faster? You know?
0: Exactly. Like you get it, you get it.
1: All right. So uh what's your least favorite uh baseball moment?
0: Oh man. This is tough.
1: Do you want me to go first? Because I, I think have that one. you know,
0: anytime. Well, you can go first. Let me say this first, though. I think anytime that you get eliminated from, like, oh, I've got mine, but you can go first.
1: Yeah. So, um, I just talked about how good I was. So let's talk about how bad I was. Um, my junior <laughs> so, year, we're playing. Gotta balance it out. We're playing uh, Presbyterian in a in a conference conference weekend series, and uh, I'm playing first base and. I'd say I'm average at first base, right? I, I can hold my own, my own over there. Um, for the most you're part, you're a good first baseman. Um, but whatever, for whatever reason that day, I could not figure it out. Um, I think in the second inning the ball balls hit the short, right to my chest, I dropped it one error. Um, and then there's the game goes by and, and it's not the best game for the high point Panthers. Like we're not playing the greatest. Um, and they're. And I think it's the fifth inning. I think they're up two. And I just, I just lose it. Like, ball hit to me. I boot it. Error. So I have two errors in the game already. Um, so that feels good. Um, and I think in the same inning, uh, I get, I get a ball hit to me, and I'm throwing it the second to get a force out. I spike it. Another error. So that's three errors on the day. Two in the same inning. Um, and then I, I same inning. This is all in the same inning. Uh, bunt's hit to me. I boot it. Not only do I have four errors on the game, but I have three errors in the same game. Um, so, and then I got pulled. So, yeah, that happened. And that's That's, rough. that's my least favorite baseball memory uh, when it comes to performance. Obviously getting knocked out of, of tournaments and, and like high school, losing in state and losing um, to SAU my senior year and, and stuff like that. that. That obviously hurts. That's more of a team thing. But individually, um, yeah, individually, the four air game will will always haunt me.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. So I've got two for this, and one is so it's my my senior year of high school, and we're not very good. We had a lot of younger guys, like we played throughout the regular season, like freshmen and sophomores. And you know when you're facing guys, you know who are you know going to pitch at Arkansas, and like we faced a guy who's pitching at Kansas State now, and like we saw pretty good arms. And so, like, at the start of the year, like, you know, the freshmen and sophomores, they're just behind the curb, you know. And, you know, Coach B, you know, being a, a great coach and not, nothing short of that kind of brought them along. And then when the state tournament hit, like, I knew that we were ready to play. And the way that they do the state tournament in Arkansas is it's single uh, elimination. And so anything can happen, right? So we win the first game. We, we play uh, El Dorado, and they're, like, 27-3, and they weren't that good. They they weren't that good. They're that's no twenty three and seven. I had it flipped, so they're really good, and so we we beat them game one, right? And then, so we're moving on. We're playing Jonesboro, and they were. I believe that they either they won. I think that they won state that year. It was them or, or Sheridan. They they definitely played for the title though. I, I know that. Shout out Nick Whitley, and we are in the game. Yeah. Shout out Nick Whitley. Shout out,
1: Shout out um, David Vilches.
0: Yep. Do you know David so, Vilches? I do not, but he probably. I'm assuming he went to share. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're playing Jonesboro in the second round, and it is like the fourth inning, and it is, we're getting beat 3-1. to one, But it is like every inning, like we're putting pressure, like we're loading the bases, just couldn't really get the big hit. It's like we were like there, right? And we had a freshman playing left field, and I'm I'm playing short. And this guy, this lefty, comes up and caps a little blooper to left field. And I am, like, full speed running the left field. And I call ball, and I'm about to make this relatively routine catch. And next thing I know, man, this freshman left fielder, I won't say his name, he knows who he is, <laughs> dives and just messes my knee up. And I'm laying there, and I get up. And it was one of those, like, I get up quick and I'll be okay kind of things, you know? Yeah. And I take, like, four or five steps to get back to short, and I'm like, I'm fine. And then about two pitches later, like, I can't bend my left knee. And so I have to, like, sit down, and they come out, and that's, like, carry me off the field. Never cried so much in my life. Really? And uh, we ended up getting mercy-ruled. Never we, – yeah, we ended up getting mercy-ruled in the bottom of the fourth. Wow. Like, it just went downhill from there. And that was – One of the, you know, probably the toughest loss I've ever had to endure. And just, like, going out like that, you know, was definitely one of the tougher things for me.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine that's, yeah, that that would, especially in a big game like that, that's probably the biggest game you'll ever, like, one of the, at that moment, the biggest game you'll ever play. And then, I mean, to go out like that, and, I mean, there's, I know we don't want to be high school Harry's, but, I mean, there's a lot of memories from high school that can't be replicated, (laughs) Uh, even in college or there's nothing
0: like high school baseball man like there's there's nothing like high school baseball there's just something about it you know it's just you know I feel like you know when you get to college you know obviously like it's a pleasure to play and it's a gift and it's something that like you love to do but at the same time it kind of feels more like a job in some ways just with the level of commitment you know where's like high school baseball it's like I'm just going out with my boys and playing ball you know yeah so there's like a certain innocence to high school baseball that I think that you can't really replicate playing, you know, past it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I see what you're saying. I I had a little bit of a a different experience in high school. In high school, it, for us, um, it was state or bust. So I mean, I kind of oh us too. I kind of got nope. introduced to that life that that uh, when at all cost commit yourself, but. Still, you're you're going out and you're just playing. You're not thinking about you're not thinking about a lot of things. You're you're thinking about just going out and playing baseball.
0: Exactly, yeah. And you know, you know, Jacksonville until two years ago, they had had a a streak of making the state tournament like twenty five years in a row. You know, just doing you know just playing well. You know, every year. And I'll never forget Coach B telling my class that we were going to be the class to break the streak. But we weren't, so it's okay. Yeah. And then, but like in terms of performance, you know, it's so the opening tournament of my senior year, I'm playing shortstop, and this game is we're getting beat bad, you know, and I have like four errors, three errors. So I made I made four errors my entire senior year, and three of them came in this game, right? And it's like ball to my left, you know, pick it. Terrible throw to first, right? And then it's like a backhand that I boot, and then I get like a slow roller, and I am I'm making another bad throw. But later in the game, I redeem myself in my eyes. So there's a guy on second, and, you know, we were at a – I was at a point with Coach B because I I didn't really play much my junior year. I, I played some because of injury and stuff, and, you know, like the first half of the year I really struggled, especially, you know, defensively, and then – but the second half of my junior year, you know, I was much, much improved. Part of that with some, like, you know, just kind of improving, like, my, my mental game, which is something that's not, like, you know, you want to be mentally tough, go go play baseball, you know? And so, my, my senior year, you know, like, I had made, you know, leaps and bounds, you know, from my junior year, and... Something that I had gotten pretty good at was like looking at a guy's swing and being like, okay, he's not, he can't hit the ball over there just because of the way that he swings. So, like, he's going to hit it in this area, right? Right. So there's a a righty up to bat, and Coach B is like dead set that this guy's going the other way. And Coach B is usually right about stuff like that, but he was wrong here. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Coach B. And, um, so he's he's trying to get me to hold this guy on second base and I'm just like, No, like he's gonna pull the baseball. And so I basically blow him off. There there's no basically about it. I just kinda like wave him off and I'm like I'm there's there's a sophomore second base, and I'm like, Hey, you hold this guy on, I'm playing right here. And then um Coach B's yelling at me from the dugout, You'll never play again, all this other stuff. And then um, line out right to me. Didn't have to move. Yeah. Th- Thankfully, that happened. Because if like the guy had, like squirted one through the four hole, I'd have been
1: screwed. Positioning. It's important. It is. <laughs> Hashtag ban the shift. Yeah, I have just like one more quick Seriously, one. Ban the shift. I have one more quick one. Sounds good. Um, I actually, I don't know. I don't think I want to tell it. Just long story short. I had a good game and then I hit a I hit a ball and I forgot to hit home and I've been clowned for it ever since. I I swear I touched home. You forgot what? I, I they said I didn't touch home. Oh,
0: you didn't touch home.
1: I did touch home. I promise I touched oh, home. Oh man. All right, fine. If this is always the reaction I get, but like I hit two home runs earlier in the game.
0: No, and I'm not reacting
1: I hit two home runs early in the game I'm, I'm, and I was like three for three with two home runs. I come up and hit another one. I hit three home runs and on the third one they said I didn't touch home. And I my joke is always like well I had practiced it before, like twenty minutes earlier. So I I had a <laughs> I had a good good idea of how to do it and they said I didn't, so
0: I'm not I'm not saying that because you didn't touch home. So when I was younger, you know, my my dad's a, a pastor when I was when we were living in Tennessee he was a youth pastor so he'd go and watch his students play baseball and man they're the team that long story short there's a team one year that went like 42 and 2 at the end of the year they were ranked they are one of the top 10 nationally ranked high school baseball teams in the country and so they're they're going through the gauntlet you know to to make the state tournament and long story short Guy, guy doesn't touch home, and they they lose because of that, you know. Yeah. And I I remember, you know, being like eight, you know, crying, <laughs> you know, and yeah. So that's why I reacted like that because I know, like, that's obviously, you know, like, you know, it costing you a game, you know, to make the state tournament's one thing, but you know, just in general, it's just an embarrassing thing that happens, you know.
1: It is embarrassing. It, but it's even it hurts more when you when you know you touched it. That's fair. That's all I got.
0: Man, that's that's all I got too. That was fun.
1: That was I really
0: fun. enjoyed that. Now, you know, when we start, you know, having athletes on, we need to have them tell like a story at the end of of every interview.
1: I think that'd be great. But
0: So yeah, so Dwayne so when we have Dwayne Wade on, we can ask him his like welcome to the league moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's never answered that before.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. Was that sarcasm? I couldn't really it tell. It was.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> I mean, do you know his his welcome to the league story? Because I don't.
1: No, but uh, I don't know. We we'll ask him when he's on next week. So,
0: I mean, we could pull a, a thing from Tyson and Tate and be like, "So, Dwayne Wade, do you have a message for the haters?"
1: Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could, um, but I have something for you real quick, and I'm not sure if you know this okay. or not. But we have a Twitter. Did you, what? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, it's, at, that's insane. It's at OT takes on, on Twitter. Go, go give us a follow, um, news to me and Jonathan. We, we really didn't know, but we do have a Twitter, uh, at OT takes. Um, yeah, you know, the rundown interact with us, reach out. We want to hear you. Um, also leave a review,
0: Le- leave a review.
1: Yeah. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, we'd really appreciate that. That helps us out a lot. So, um, yeah. yeah. Anything else?
0: Suggestions as well during these uh, suggestions. You know, if there's different things going on in the sports world that maybe we didn't talk about that y'all want to hear us talk about, let us know. You know, we'd we love to talk about them. You know, we're looking for content everywhere right now. So, you know, reach out to us. You know, if you have our personal numbers, text us. If not, you know, hit us up on Twitter or something. And, you know, we'd we love, you know, to, to talk to y'all about different ideas and stuff. So... That is it here from OT takes. Thank you guys, you know, for for listening.
1: Love you guys.